today's intro song is brought to you by Dogma Beats, my good buddy back in Washington. You can follow him at Dogma Beats on Instagram. Click on his link in his bio. All of his links for his music are up there. Thank you so much, dude. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. I'm your host, Michael Booth, and uh, I'm still in quarantine, as I'm sure all of you are. Uh, but I have an awesome guest today. He's a guy that I met through uh, my good friend Molly actually introduced me to this guy. Um, I had him out to my comedy show and, you know, I've seen him at open mics a bunch. He is hosting at the Improv and Cobbs and he's just a really funny dude. It's uh, my good friend Joe Bagley. How you doing, man? What up, what up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, dude. We were just talking about 420, um, yes, being we all were. month, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's been it's been a good first week so far. I I uh, I feel like my tolerance after this month is just gonna be. I'm gonna have to like take a break, you know. Like you know, I'm not that big of a weed guy, man. Like I just like will eat some edibles before bed to sort of like sail into the nighttime, dude. And okay. like you know what's been happening lately is i say i take the edibles to fucking quote unquote go to sleep and i'll go mm-hmm. to bed early i'll be like i'll take this edible so that i can go to bed by midnight you know and then i sleep till 9 30 every single time i just wake up literally like nine or ten hours after i ate the edible just like what the fuck just happened just like <laughs> like just like a dreamless sleep dude more or less just a it's not it's even like a sleep like... as much as it's a blackout, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, edible, like waking up from edibles, it feels like you're coming out of water. You're just like, <gasps> like yeah. you're taking a deep breath. You're like, holy shit. Uh, no, yeah. but uh, what? how have you been in this quarantine, dude? How have you been holding up? You, good. You stocked up? You good? No, I'm not stocked up at all. Like, um, you know, I, I, I'm not very good at doomsday prepping and I really wish like the memo had gone out to people, you know, like you gotta, you gotta doomsday prep before the doomsday, not during it, you know, cause people are fucking yeah. crazy, dude. Like people are standing in line for stuff. I went to, I went to Trader Joe's today and the line was literally around the block. Like in San Francisco right now, they've got people, they've got it mandated that you can't have more than like X number of people in the store. Mm-hmm. So everybody has to wait outside. Oh, no way while people like shop and stuff that's crazy so dumb so the line for like trader joe's today it was like a fucking hot nightclub it was ridiculous it was like around the block and up the road a little bit (laughs) yeah it was crazy dude yeah you're like where's am i on the guest list or what dude (laughs) yeah i was not on the guest list dude it was fucking crazy so dude i rolled up to this trader joe's the funniest thing was like i wasn't even going there to like get food my roommate wanted plants you know so we went to the trader joe's to get (laughs) fucking succulents and shit and you know like everybody else is like freaking out they got the masks on and stuff yeah and i'm like yeah i'm in my like teal blue sweatshirt like fucking still half baked from the edible just like i hope we can get these fucking plants dude like (laughs) i don't wait this long for a fucking succulent this is people in front of you they're like talking about toilet paper and you're like i'm just here for yeah. the flowers dude i don't i'm not a, yeah, i don't care about hand sanitizer absolutely <laughs> dude i mean what is the deal dude like i i don't know like it, back in the day like i feel like only weird ass people used hand sanitizer you know what i'm saying yeah when at first i felt like it it was like a thing for a while where it was like oh you use hand sanitizer oh i don't know I don't know about you. Like it was kind of, yeah, it was you, kind of weird. <laughs> remember in middle school, there were those kids that had like the Purell keychain. Mm-hmm. 
you remember those and you're like you could just look at those kids and you're like your mom sucks yeah that's, that's, <laughs> like, like, a, yeah, you. that's like a collector's yeah. item now dude <laughs> yeah that you could, you could trap those on hundred bucks on ebay <laughs> yeah exactly oh that's so funny dude no but uh man um recently i know that everybody everybody probably uh that knows you probably has you know talked to you about it but you uh you popped off on tiktok dude your, yes, your videos sir. like just it went crazy it went viral i lost you for a sec we're back we're back but uh basically what's going what what happened was like i uh i, I got on that platform mm-hmm. and i was just sort of like fucking around with it you know i wasn't really taking it that seriously um when i got on my most popular video was of uh john gab feeding zach lord a mimosa out of a pool noodle for the longest time and I, which is a great video by the way oh it's a great vid you know we're absolutely yeah. uh we're fucking torched in that video <laughs> i believe we uh we, we were going for the record of most bottomless mimosas in an afternoon that day and you know we we're just walking nice. around and I, I filmed something i threw it on tiktok that got like under under a thousand views or something which for me was like the most viewed thing i'd ever put on the internet so i was like sick this is dope you know yeah but uh I basically just like filmed a, a taping. I wanted to do a half hour in my hometown and then put it on YouTube. And the taping went like pretty bad. <laughs> like it went terrible. Uh, I was drunk. I'd been drinking for several days leading up to the taping. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, I, I kind of bombed. I sucked at this taping. But for about 10 minutes in there, I, I was killing, you know? Um, another problem was, like, this was a taping in front of my hometown crowd. Everybody had seen me in May. So, like, everything I'd written since May, that audience loved because it was, like, new and stuff, you know, and I was having fun with it. Yeah. And then once I started doing stuff they'd heard, I could feel the crowd getting bored. So I just took the new stuff and released that. And the, the second clip I posted got, I think it's at, like, 11 million views now. It was wild. That's so crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was nuts. It was, That's insane. It was the kind of thing where, like, the first one sort of, like, went viral pretty gradually over the course of, like, a couple days. And the second video, I posted it. And then I looked an hour later, and it was at 150,000. And then I went to the gym, and it was at 750,000 by the time I got back to the gym. It was, like, it just went Whoa. mental in, like, two minutes. Crazy. Yeah. Is your phone just, like, do you turn off notifications because your phone's just, like beeping and beeping it, and just it physically <laughs> broke my phone i'm not even kidding <laughs> so what was happening is my phone was just getting so many like transmissions inward from like the tiktok server that i think my battery yeah. was just like i could feel my phone getting hot and it just shut off after the first couple Whoa. hours it was like oh shit like this is crazy you like I, this yeah like my phone got like hot to the touch and then it shut off and like it was a brand new wow. phone and the battery used to last all day but after that event it just like pretty much stopped working it's crazy man. wow that's insane that's yeah. crazy dude no but it's it's yeah. pretty cool you know i've seen i've seen you do those bits i I think those bits are great and it's cool that like a lot of those Thanks, man. it's cool that you have like a few several videos that are in the millions your followers have like went up you know it's just a really cool um to know somebody that you know you always see that you see on the internet you know you see guys yeah like the videos pop and something but to know somebody that's also doing stand-up to have like to be like the set was it you were like the second most viewed stand-up clip 
that day or something like that? Yeah, it's like right now I've got number two and three of all time on the platform right now, which That's is crazy. That's so cool, yeah. It's fucking <laughs> nuts, but I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's it's been fucking wild because the thing is like I'm in the same boat. Like you always see these people on the internet that kind of just like blow up and you're like, oh, that's interesting. And now it's like, fuck, I'm, I'm one of them. Like it's, it's pretty weird. Yeah. But Yeah, dude. Like, uh, you know, people like will say something about like, oh, did you see, you know, Bagley's videos go? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And it's like you just hear about it, you know, and it's it was really cool. Um, And, you know, you've you've gotten like quite a few clips from, you know, like the improv and Cobbs and like good clubs, too. And, uh, you know, you you're a guy that I see a lot like at the mics as well. So it's cool to see. You know, you're putting in that work and it's like paying off. You know, you're getting those, like, getting those spots and and like and it's it's been really fun to be to like meet people through you. Like I've met Gab and Lord and Savages, uh, fucking Savages, and, dude. Yeah, yeah. All the San Jose guys. Yeah. Like it was you know you and Ruben kind of were the guys that introduced me to that scene. And all those people are really cool. And I've made a lot of friends. Yeah, I like I, we were uh, Ruben and I were talking about how like the Santa Cruz and San Jose comedy scene have kind of like come together this past year. Totally. It's been like a there's been like a bridging of like the two because I didn't feel like it was like that like a year ago, I would say there wasn't as many people from the Bay traveling down to do like poets and stuff. I mean, there also wasn't there wasn't DNA's comedy lab, but I still think that it's like just helped like create the scene just like grown and become like one big comedy scene in this area. Yeah, it definitely feels like conjoined and you guys are pretty far south in Salinas. You know, you're like a full hour south of San Jose and I see you motherfuckers everywhere, so that's dope, dude. So Mhm. Yeah, I uh I'm I'm listening to uh to podcasts and to like I just run through them on my drives Hell like yeah. down to Yeah, I I I really like that area actually. Like I it's funny, dude. When I moved here, I moved to like Prunedale. It was like I lived in Washington, and I just moved to Prunedale because that's where my buddy was at that I moved with. I once I got here, I was like, oh, all the cooler areas are like, <laughs> like an hour north of me. You know, like that's where I that's where I should have yeah. went. <laughs> um, but you know, like how long have you been out in Salinas for? I I actually was in Salinas for about a year, and then I moved to Marina. So now I'm in Marina, but I've been in California for like almost three years now. Sick. And you're you're from where? You're from Connecticut, right? I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. Damn, dude, I forgot to tell you, I actually moved up to San Francisco. I'm up here right now. Oh, nice, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, I made the jump, so it was about time. I figured I was just kind of getting bored in San Jose. Yeah. You know. I mean, I was in Sunnyvale, which is kind of like it's a small ass town. Obviously, I love the mics that I run there, but there was nothing going on, so I was just like, "Fuck it, let's skip up." There you, you know? go. So, been up here. It's been wild, dude. We got like Golden Gate Park and shit right by my house, so I've been running around there and stuff. Nice. Checking everything out there is to see. It's the yeah, best, man. San Francisco is cool. I've been up there a couple times. I think I went to the Bill Graham and uh, something else. There was like a mic I went to, but I've only yeah I've only been there a few times, but that place is awesome. It reminds me of Seattle. It's yeah, very similar. Have you ever been up there? Never been to Seattle, dude. Oh man, that's uh, that's a good spot. But East Coast, dude. I feel like I don't know, man. This might be a weird. I I know only a handful of people from the East Coast, but I they've always been like people I get along with really well. And I feel like there's a vibe. Yeah. The Pacific Northwest has like an East Coast kind of vibe. I think like a mentality. I'm not sure, but that's just like what I've like. I don't know. In my experience, that's what it seems to be the case. Yeah. 
No, like, like yeah. East Coast mentality is definitely a little bit different than out here. You know, I, I kind of miss, I don't know, I miss a bit of the hard-headedness and shit. I, I miss like aggressive assholes. Like, yeah, a lot. yeah. <laughs> a little bit more passive-aggressive out here and stuff, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, fuck it. I honestly, I would, I would give anything to hang out with any fucking passive-aggressive asshole right now. <laughs> literally anything bro that is true i've been pretty isolated yeah. uh what are you yeah. what are you doing to stay busy i mean there's no fucking sports do you, do you play video games at all oh dude i play fortnite every single day okay yeah. i'm playing warzone uh that call oh, of Duty. yeah is it any good yeah it's actually it's pretty dope i haven't played much fortnite but this one's kind of more like PUBG, I, I guess but it's uh it's fun i just uh i'm an idiot dude you're gonna love this I was saving everything on my computer onto my solid state, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize it. And for a while, my computer just was running like garbage, and I couldn't game on it anymore. And I was like, what's happening? And I looked, and I had like, I think I had like 215 megabytes free on my solid state. And then I have a terabyte hard drive right next to it in the window that's just completely free and open. <laughs> and I, I, my buddy's like, what are you doing? Helped me fix it. And my computer's like, feels like it's brand new again. And I'm just like, wow. Hell yeah. What's it like, you know, like you've hosted for some pretty, I would say some pretty big names uh, in the comedy yeah. world. Uh, what is that experience like, dude? Like what's it like, you know, somebody that you watch, you see on TV or whatever and YouTube, you know, getting to host for them and hang out with them and stuff? Yeah. So like, dude, I'll fucking tell you straight up, like the, the wildest thing was like I opened for Stanhope first and that was crazy because that's like one of my fucking idols and shit, you know? I fucking love that guy. Like I've literally heard all this dude's albums and then I sent him an email out of nowhere and he agreed to like have me open for him. It was crazy. So that was bananas because I love that fucking guy. And you know, I've I've seen everything he's done and then he's standing in front of me and we're just shooting the shit. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. I, I think a lot about like just that type of dude, like the Stanhope and Bill Burr types, and I'm like, what if those motherfuckers got a TikTok like two years into their comedy career? And like, like I would just imagine like the disdain <laughs> that they would have for this fucking platform. You know what I mean? Like they've got no interest in being on anything like that. So I kind of feel kind of hacky being over there doing jokes about speaking Chinese, to the kids and shit. You have been on my show a handful of times now. Hell yeah, dude. It's always nice having you down there. And you were going to be starting a showcase of your own, if I'm not mistaken, right before this whole quarantine. Yes, sir. Before the fucking world imploded, me and John Gab were going to start something. Yeah, d- dude, it's that that fucking, uh, it's such a bummer because we literally had the first one scheduled for March 19th, which is like right after the whole world just started collapsing in on itself. Yeah. And like for a while there, we were just like, yeah, should we cancel this? Like, do we keep this rolling or what? And like... I don't know. The answer was like pretty fucking unclear for a little bit what we should actually do with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's fucking obvious what we should do now. (laughs) Like it's uh, it's over, man. But it's crazy because like while we were planning that, we I think we planned it like early March, and at that time, like literally no one was taking this thing seriously at all. Mm -hmm. Like everyone was out drinking that day when we were out in San Francisco. Like the city was full, all the bars were full, and like that literally seems like a different fucking planet, dude. It's nothing like the world we're living in right now. Yeah, yeah. It does, it's it seems like a, like open mics and stuff and crowds just seem like a weird. Seems like it's gonna be weird. Yeah. <laughs> when it happens, when we're able to do it again, we're gonna be like looking around like, 
God, why there's so many people here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I'm kind of like thinking about what the fuck's going to happen. Because the thing is, I think comics are going to be dying to get on stage and perform. But I don't know if yeah. people are going to be dying to put a hundred of them in the same room as one another right off the bat. Yeah, yeah you know? that's. I, I was having a similar thought. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be before we have good crowds at open mics again. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a slow crawling back into into something. But I'm sure that the clubs will probably still be trying to... Um, you know, have good good shows. I'm sure good lineups throughout the month to hopefully get people back in, or maybe discount something. Or I'm sure they'll do something cool. Yeah. No, but that's cool. I mean, where were you guys gonna do it at? So we had this like it was this coffee shop lined up in San San Jose that looked pretty dope. It had like an upstairs and stuff. I think I think the key, the main key for like good bar shows for me is being in a different room than the bar. Yeah. It's just like loud ass bars kind of ruin yeah. it a lot of the times and shit. You know, when people are trying to order drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have that going for you. You guys have the whole basement at XL, which is sick. Yeah. We were actually, Ruben was talking about that too. He was saying, uh, cause we were talking about pick your poison and he was, you know, saying like having that back room or that basement or something separate from the bar is like crucial to having like a good showcase because you want people focused on the performance and focused on like the where the people are at that's you know that's why like i I like having that brick wall there too it just like adds to that vibe yeah the brick wall is fucking sick Mm -hmm. and uh that's awesome dude uh well i hope that fuck i don't even know when uh maybe in the fall uh, you guys yeah. uh, have that show going. That'll be pretty fun. What do you think the time? What do you think the timeline is for us actually getting back to normal? Um, like normal, like back to how it was. I gotta say, it's gotta be like next year, man. You think so? Yeah, I think until it's back to like, like I think it'll be kind of weird at first. We'll be hanging out at the mics, and there'll be like maybe a couple people out. Uh, but it, we'll pick back up, I'm sure, and like. I'm worried about, you know, like having good, uh, you know, good crowds at the XL show too. getting that back to where it was having like a, a packed crowd again, a packed room again. I don't know. It's probably going to be like end of the year, maybe January. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's so good. We'll see. 2020 has just been a wash yeah. so far. Just like get rid of it. Start over again. I already see like the like the hindsight is 2020 memes are going to be like out of control by the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it is kind of nerve wracking being in a store and people walking by or people being too close to you. I don't know if you feel any weirdness with it, but I kind of. Yeah, I kind of feel a little like parent i mean i smoke weed so i definitely feel paranoid like just already but it probably adds to it but man sometimes there was a guy like standing way too close to me in the store uh yesterday and i almost said something because i just don't know if it's i don't know if it's okay to even like hey man can you not stand so close to me like (laughs) like what do you say (laughs) yeah like fucking dude that's the shit that trips me out because it's like how long before because, dude, last night I was watching TV, right? I was watching Better Call Saul. Oh, nice. And he, like, works with a lot of, like, elderly people and shit. And he's, like, shaking their hands and shit. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, don't do that. You know what I yeah. mean? So the the thought is already programmed there. The thought of, like, don't touch people, don't be near people is already in our heads, mm-hmm. right? And there's, like, a, I don't know. I just feel like this. there's this urge just not to be too close to people right now obviously but i think that's sort of like gonna stick around in our mind like long after the disease is gone and shit if it ever yeah, is gone. i think so yeah it'll well there's been you know there's been what was like there's like aids and and 
you know, like SARS and, and all these different like. But the AIDS thing, this is like, don't go out and touch. Yeah, anyone. yeah, yeah, yeah. AIDS yeah. was like, don't. AIDS was like, don't go fuck a dude mm-hmm. in the ass. Well, I think at, at I mean? first like, it was more like, of like people didn't know how they could catch it like in the very beginning. I think that's really, yeah. Um, I think that there was kind of like a scare kind of, and I'm not comparing by any means, like this is way more serious than that, of course, but I'm just trying to think of like times in human history where we've had like, we've had times where there's been kind of like a a panic of like, well, what if it's, what if if this is what's happening again, dude? Like, what if we just don't know how this is spread? And once again, it's, it's fucking dudes in the ass. This is (laughs) what all along, all along it was just, yeah all along it was just it was just anal all along that was fucking us up <laughs> it, was, it was anal 19 it was just, <laughs> the, ass, the ass fuckers have done it again oh that's hilarious just like, it's like some some guy fucked a some guy fucked a bat and that's how this all began <laughs> some guy fucked a bat no, that's what he did, dude. Some motherfucker out in Wuhan, dude. Some some fucking guy in Wuhan. The bat bit his dick ass, or some ass shit. Ass fucked a bat, dude. Ass fucked a bat. And that's why we have COVID-19. Did you, hear, did you hear a tiger got got the COVID-19, dude? The Tiger King guy? No, a tiger. Oh, I thought you a, said a tiger. tiger King. I was like, wait, what? Um, no, a tiger got yeah. it? Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Did they they're just get is a, it, ass fucked by some Yeah, 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 I was gonna say, is this guy fucking tigers now too? <laughs> just, just one one savage, one one international coxman. It's the it's, it's that big running around dicking people yeah, down, dude. Isn't it it should be that fucking, uh, it's that bit what's that guy's name? Meat? That's that's the guy. Joe Exotic? No, the big, the big black guy. The have you seen the have you seen this big black guy meme going around? His name is Meat. Oh, like with the huge that guy, dick. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the guy that's <laughs> fucked the bat. <laughs> that's why that's why his face is everywhere. That's dude, patient that guy's zero. Loaded. Dude. That's patient zero. That guy's fucking locked and loaded. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he is, dude. That's oh, it's like it's oh, it's fucking oh. I got it sent to me on my phone. I opened it and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why did I? <laughs> why did you send me this? <laughs> uh, what's some like? What's some East Coast stuff that isn't in California that you think should be in California? Um. Like what's what do we have? What's some like food or something that you think that the West Coast is slipping on? Well, you guys suck at pizza, dude. You guys have no idea what you're doing. It's <laughs> it's really embarrassing. It's like, I it's one of those things where it's like the vast discrepancies is is pretty different, right? Like, um, I don't know, man. You guys suck at you guys suck at pizza, dude. You guys have no idea what you're doing. Bro, it's like um, I've tried to explain this to people. Just like the water in in New Hampshire, like it's in whatever it is, like New Haven, New York, New Haven, Connecticut is the best pizza on planet Earth right now. It's crazy. I'll put it up against those fuckos over in Italy any day of the week. (laughs) And New York, we got a beat completely. You ever been to the East Coast? No, man, but I want to go. I have family that lives in in North Carolina, which is I know just way south, but I still want to travel over there and and go up there and and check it out. Yeah. 
Totally, dude. I don't know. The East Coast is different. I was just talking to my buddy who lives in New York, like during during this whole crisis as it's going down right now, you know, mm-hmm. and just like you really realize like how much New York kind of sucks when, when the whole quarantine's going on. You realize that like if you can't go to the bar, you know, there's absolutely no reason to be there at all. <laughs> Like what the fuck else goes on there? There's nothing going on, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, I, I imagine with that many people and stacked on top of each other, like right now, it's got to be just horrible. It's got to be like one of the worst places. To, like a big city has probably got to be like not a good spot to be during this. I bet. No, it's terrible. I mean, dude, like New York, it's it's fucking crazy how many people live on top of each other, like in the middle of it, like downtown Manhattan and shit. Like, it's just like, a, yeah. I, I've gotten overwhelmed standing in New York, like thinking about that before. Like, if you want to get really anxious, just walk around New York, like get a little baked and just wonder, like, if something happened, how would we get out of here? Right? Like, like yeah. how would, how Fuck. would we fucking leave New York if this is going to happen, right? Fuck, dude. Because <laughs> there's no way, dude. There's no fucking way out. I think about being like really close to the ocean over here, and that freaks me out. <laughs> Why? Just because? Just like, dude, if we're we're first to go, if some shit like if we start getting like missiles sent our yeah. way, and they're bombing the West Coast, we're one of the first spots. Yeah, dude. we're out, dude. <laughs> like San Francisco area, we're done. <laughs> fucking done. <laughs> like... <laughs> Dropping nukes, we're done. There's so much shit that can just <laughs> fuck you up in San Francisco. Like what? Like what? You, like what? It can what can fuck you up? Like, An earthquake. Oh, or oh, you're yeah. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. Like, so if you look back at the history of San Francisco, like the amount of times this city has just been like leveled to the ground is unbelievable. Oh, really? It's happened like three times. Oh, wow. like, there were a bunch of like fires in the 1900s, and the whole city just fucking burned down. No way. Like, there was nothing they could do about it. Wow, that's fucked up. Like that doesn't happen in New York. Like like New York, New York, one building went, to, two buildings went down, and it was yeah the biggest deal. You know, yeah. that, that was fucked up. But uh, anyway, the whole city of San Francisco burned to the ground. The wow. whole fucking thing. It was, what is it? The fires? Yeah, look this San up, Fran- dude. I didn't know about San this. Francisco. Dude, so the 1906 San Francisco earthquake struck. Oh, I know about the earthquake. Yeah, was it the, and it, that's, that's what caused it? Yeah, so then there was, it says... 25,000 buildings burned down. Wow. So then you go back another 50 years, the San Francisco fire of 1850. Once again, the whole fucking city burned down, dude. Yeah, San Francisco just goes up in flames every 50 years. So we're looking at it. It's like, what was the last one? 1980-something? So we got to get out of here in the next 10. You know? <laughs> like, we got yeah. to get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, if the cycle is, is correct, you need to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah take your pictures while you can bro go to all this yeah. go get your sights in fuck go to alcatraz <laughs> dude <laughs> no but didn't you say you talk about it in your act you lived in china right for a little while i lived in china for eight months man it was a that's so cool wild time dude what is that like just being being in asia it's like landing in china is like landing on a different planet dude like uh, Be- Beijing, I think the wildest <laughs> thing was like we're we're living there. We're living in like Kunming, which is a city south of Beijing. It's not quite as big as Beijing or Shanghai. I think it's like relatively small Chinese city of four million people, which is like still enormous by our standards. It would be like the fourth largest city in the U.S., but over there it's just teeny. Nobody's ever heard of it. Um, mm-hmm. I got on a bullet train in Beijing, and the train goes like two hundred miles an hour. And I just remember the most shocking thing was like. 20 30 minutes 
into the train ride, we were still like within Beijing. Whoa. Which is crazy. Like there were still like tall buildings and shit yeah. going on. Like we just like hadn't really gone anywhere. Like the city's just like unfathomably big. It's fucking crazy. So like, uh, and then the nuttiest thing too is like, um, you, you start getting out there and like Beijing's huge, Shanghai's huge, but you leave Beijing and there's like these sort of like ghost towns that they've constructed. Mm-hmm. Like there's cities of like that could easily house a million people and they're just building them for when they get that population capacity, but just to be ready. Whoa. They've got a city that could, you know, house a million people ready to go just on deck sitting there. That's, that's crazy. It's just empty. Just nobody's there. Nobody, dude. Whoa. That's gotta, that's gotta be weird looking. It's gotta be probably what it looks like right now in most places. Just empty. So have you like been walking around like San Jose or San Francisco at all and seen just the emptiness? I've been, the most I've seen is I've been in Salinas a few times. People are still going around because a lot of that, a lot of the work there is essential. A lot of the agriculture and stuff. Yeah, Salinas is mostly agricultural, right? Yeah. So it's still pretty active. And you guys grow, wait, you guys grow asparagus? Is that what it is? I think it's lettuce, and then there's a few other things, and then I think farther north is where, I think, like, artichoke and, like, garlic, all that, it kind of just goes up the, there's, like, a whole, like, this whole area, I feel like, south of San Jose and stuff is kind of just, like, ag all the way down to, like, Greenfield, it feels like. I don't know shit about the area, to be honest. I feel like I'm, people are probably listening, they're like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about at all, but... I know it's a lot of lettuce and a lot of other shit, and there's, like, berries, and there's just huge, like, I drive by just fields on my way to work every day. So, like, what have you been doing with your time, man? Uh, I've been, I've been working on, I've been working on this. I've been trying to write. Like, if I have something that comes to my mind, I try to just write down everything right now and then go back and look at all of it and just try to capture something that hopefully I can use in the future. I don't know. I'd say that's like been the hardest part of the process right now for me is like, you know, more or less with my comedy, it's like a lot of it's based on just like shit that happens in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely write, but I'm, I'm a degenerate and I like to go out and do shit and yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. Just like things happen in my life. Yeah. And, you know, because I'm out doing shit, there's going to be an event that I can write a story about, you know, and tell that on stage. And right now there's nothing going on in my life. Uh-huh. So it's like I got to come back in, you know, two months or whatever it is the next time I get to go on stage. And I just don't want it to be like, hey, you know, uh, you, you guys play a lot of Fortnite the last few months. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I feel like that's what everybody's going to be doing. Yeah. One thing I've been trying to do is have like a unique take on something like that everybody's watching right now. Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be hitting when we get back is all the things that we sat and did while we were at home. Being able to expose some of that to people like in groups. I think I'll get laughs like how many people, you know, how many people sat and ate like a whole bag of Cheetos and watched like five seasons of Frasier or something. Like, <laughs> like how, how many, how many people just like really, really just like let themselves go? Did you like, did you let yourself go or did you like keep it up or how do you, you know, there, I feel like there'll be some elements there that isn't hacky that isn't going to be like what everybody's doing. So that's what I'm trying to do at least is have that and then. I've just had some weird ideas or like phone conversations with family. Uh, it's been, there's been some pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Like they've been experiencing. Remember between that? Are they up in Washington right now? Yeah. Yeah. My family's all up in Washington. It's wild because the situation's so much worse up there than it is here. Like, yeah. I, I figured like California was going to be like ground zero because mm-hmm. 
we have the most travel to, you know, China. So there was going to be the most of the virus coming in, but it just like hit New York so hard and Washington got fucked up. Yeah. And somehow like it just, I don't know if it's just like a feeling, but it kind of feels like the Bay area is doing great. Yeah. Like it feels like we're ahead of this thing almost, you know, it seems, yeah, it seems like we're on the, the right side right now for sure. I think that, you know, as long as people keep staying inside, uh, that's the, that's the one thing I think that is going to keep it going, you know, is going to push it until like we're talking about next year and stuff like that. I think if people stay inside, we'll hopefully be able to speed that up and it sucks. It sucks to sit, sit in the house. It sucks so bad. Like I drove around the block earlier just to get like, just to get out of the house. Like I just got in my car, drove around the block and then came back and was just like, I needed to see something else. I needed to like, <laughs> look at the street. I needed to be outside for a little bit. I don't know. I have like this weird idea. I was like really stoned and I was thinking about right turn lanes. Yeah. And I wrote, all I wrote, all I wrote down was like, weed is like right turn lanes. And I just have notes like that. I just have weird, random <laughs> one-line things that I come up with. And then I go back to it later, and I'm like, what the fuck was I? Dude. Why is we like the right turn lane? Stone, <laughs> stone, drunk, psychedelic Joe leaves me messages from the void all the time. That he just like... <laughs> He just like You're like this is important. He just like thinks I'm gonna understand what he's fucking talking about. Be like, you know. Yeah. I have some notes on there where I'm just I'm just clearly just fucking blitzkrieged, and I just I just think whatever I wrote is gonna come through in some way, dude. Like, let me see if I can find some of these. <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> some of these are just so dumb. I wrote. <laughs> I wrote, who has all the iPhone chargers we've lost? I just... <laughs> Dude, that's funny. <laughs> Somebody does, bro. Yeah, and, I... and it's like, they're all, they're all fucked up. And I wrote, bottled beer is great, but it's very painful to shotgun. This is... <laughs> it's not even a message from the boy. One, one just says planet, earth, and climate change. As if <laughs> You're just like, all right. Uh, yeah, where do you go with the... Uh... What the fuck am I supposed to do that? Yeah. It's just like, he'll, he'll know what I'm talking about. No, I won't. Not at all. Oh, that's so funny, dude. Uh, I had, speaking of like, that brought, like I had an idea. Like, who's your last, who's the last Facebook friend? What do you mean? Like, in, like okay, so you have your Facebook friends, right? You have your list. I have my list. We could all be friends on Facebook. Yeah. Like there's somebody along that line in your list that was just like a friend of a friend that was like, nah, I'm not going to add him. Like there was like the last person. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you like least? Who are you least connected to? Yeah. 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 Who's your like last Facebook friend? Like I want to like. (laughs) Bro. I was like thinking about that. You know, Instagram (laughs) does that for you. Did you know that? Really? Dude, they they say they have your least interacted with. And it's really Oh wow. It's really fucked up. Because sometimes it's extended family. And you're like, I'm a piece of <laughs> shit. Here. That's like, a good one right there, dude. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's like your oh. it's like your second cousin, you're like, ah fuck. It was his birthday like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even hit him up. <laughs> uh did you watch the Laugh Aid, the live stuff? I I didn't. I, 
Okay. I've been watching a lot of TikTok lately. I've been. What are you watching on TikTok, bro? What's your? All of the nonsense that gets poured my way. Okay, just the for you, oh. and you're just going through, you're just scrolling. <laughs> just flipping on the for you page, dude. Dude, you can get lost sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I will like log in to see how a video's doing, and then it'll just pop up. It just pops up on you, and then sometimes like the first video dude. can get you, and then you're and then you're in it. <laughs> you're so fucked, like, dude. It, bro, it sucks you in in a way like no app has ever just like sucked me into a vortex because there's no gap between the videos, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. no like, oh, you I gotta read keep... this description. Yeah, <laughs> you could just keep going because like they took it to a whole nother level because like Instagram was addicting because it was just like people's photos, but now and that was like more fa- fast paced and like reading people's descriptions on like Facebook comments and shit. Like mm-hmm. TikTok is like taking it to a whole nother level where you're just looking at video content mm-hmm. like it's just video and video, you can just video, like video, it video. or follow them right there you don't have to go to their page or anything you can just be like oh i like that or oh here i want to follow that person so i see more of it and then here's the next video it, yeah it's <laughs> it is uh it's interesting and then some of the videos i'm like why am i watching this like it's it's so weird like some of it is like a guy like today I watched this kid just like run into a room and then like the guy, there was a guy behind the wall and like clotheslined him. And it was like just that one clip. It was like so short. And I just had, I went back and watched it like four times because I was just like, <laughs> holy shit. Like he just, the kid got <laughs> fucked up. And it's just like. He clotheslined him? Yeah. It's just, it's just like swings around and the kid just like hits the ground. It's awesome. It's just like, man. Watching watching people get fucked up on on just injured is always hilarious. I watched a guy fall off a bike in Golden Gate Park yesterday. <laughs> like nosedive or like This guy just... just got fucked up. This guy just like ate shit, dude. Like, like, like he's just riding his bike and he's just like I, I think he hit the front brakes or something by accident. He just went over and like landed. Landed on his shoulder and was just like, (laughs) (laughs) the worst part is like these two smoking hot chicks behind him were just like, are you okay? (laughs) He had to try to like play it off, but he was clearly just absolutely fucked from falling off this bike, dude. Yeah, it's like the only chance he gets to talk to those girls too, and he's just like, fuck. Maybe I should fall off a bike more often. Fucked it up, man. (laughs) Uh, What's the comedy scene like over there? San Francisco? No, uh, East Coast. Did you do it over there before you? Hell yeah, dude! I started in Boston, man. Nice. What's the What's it like? Like, is it is it different than over here? Or Boston's great. You know, Boston Boston has um, Boston sort of has a reputation of being like sort of like this like tough, hard nosed place, and it is for sure. But just like a lot of the comics over there are just as like insufferably woke as the fucking san francisco comics are like it's okay it's 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 crazy like you almost feel like you can't talk about shit just the way you feel like you can't talk about shit over here you know like uh i don't know man to be honest like the woke thing out in san francisco people were always like oh dude like there's like stuff you can't talk about like the crowd's not gonna like it people are gonna get on you i've always felt like i can say whatever the fuck i want over here always felt like that and you know the main the main difference between here and Boston, honestly, is like you're not going to find a place where, as a new comic, you can get up as much as you can get up in the Bay Area. Yeah, like this is the best place to start comedy ever. 
it's it's unbelievable, dude. There's nowhere else where as an open micer you can do like a ten minute, eight, ten minute spot at a mic anywhere else in the country. Like that's just not happening. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I, w- I went down to L.A., man, and it's just like good comics, like really good comics are fighting over three minute spots at like open mics. How the fuck are you guys going to get good doing this? You know, like, how do you actually expect to develop at comedy only doing three minute spots? Like, we're lucky because, like, a lot of people like Gab, Zach got really good at comedy really quick because they just jumped in. And from the jump, they were doing 10 minute spots. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere else you get to do that except here. Maybe, like, I don't know, man. I've I've been reading, like, a lot of, like, um, I've I've been reading this book, like, Tools of Titans, like this Tim Ferriss book where he interviews a lot of people. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Cool shit. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, but, like, one of the things he's talking about is, like, he's interviewing this dude, Robert Rodriguez, and a lot of things have stuck out from that interview, and the most notable of it has been, like, he's talking about, like, if you're running through a door that everybody else is trying to run through, and there's a jam, you're running through the wrong door. Like, there's opportunities out there where you can go out and you can get something, and not everybody's going to be trying to do it. And I feel like, you know, I I got really lucky in a sense when I came out here, but in in a sense, I, I did a lot of things differently than everybody else like you know everybody was posting bits on youtube and instagram and stuff and you know like nobody's gonna watch my fucking comedy when they can watch bill burr or dave Chappelle. you know like they've got those options but on on tiktok none of the big guys have made it over yet so i sort of just was like the first guy with my toes in the water like that was sort of just like an empty field for me to just run through and you know at the time i was Mm -hmm. one of the best comics on the platform when i posted on it because there were only like a couple dozen comics on the platform so i fucking crushed it and then um and your videos were nice like your videos are nicely edited and stuff and it's like i think you had what a couple of them you have like multiple camera angles too right yeah exactly so what i did was when i shot that clip like i said that night i sucked at comedy i don't know what it was but for like 10 minutes i was really good and the thing was i spent all the money to do a two camera shoot and so i was like i've got to use it somewhere and because i felt like i had to use it somewhere i just used it on tiktok I think I was like one of the first people to post like a professional, like a real like stand up clip, like a like a, mm-hmm. a fucking tape quality stand up clip on there, and it fucking crushed because of it. It's awesome, man. And it, yeah, it seems like you were looking for you know the new wave or the kind of a new trend to kind of jump on, and and you know you totally did and capitalized. You know, that's there's like. You know, there's a lot of people you hear about kind of in comedy entertainment. You know, the reason that they had that pops because they were like, you know, one of the first people there. Totally. Like Dane Cook's an example, like in MySpace, Joe Rogan podcasting. Like there's, you know, there's like there, there's like those kind of examples where it's like they're, they're there, they hit it and it catches. And uh, it's cool to see. Yeah, it's cool to see like millions of views, dude. It's like, it's sick. You know, I think you and then Thanks, man. my buddy Julian uh, El Gordo, I think he has one that got over a million too. Hell yeah. And yeah, he, and he's, yeah, he's more like he's been creating content for a while too. It's cool to see him get that. Besides, you were saying earlier, we were talking about East Coast stuff. You were saying, you know, our pizza fucking sucks, um, <laughs> which I, I don't know. I haven't experienced East Coast pizza, so I can't speak to that. We'll take we'll uh, take care of that, dude. Eventually, you're going to go to New York and you'll <laughs> see, man. It's like, okay, okay here's, here's the best way that I would describe it, right? You know, like, all right, if you go out here, like, the Mexican food is fucking unbelievable, right? Mexican oh, and the Asian food's crazy um, yeah. because there's 
a lot of Mexicans and a lot of Asian people here and mm-hmm. they are sick as fuck at cooking and there's a lot of competition for restaurants. And so like if you suck at cooking Mexican food, there's a hundred other Mexican restaurants that are going to beat you out. You're going to go out of business, right? So like everything yeah. sort of flattens out and all the shitty Mexican restaurant, all the shitty Asian restaurants, they fucking die off because they're not going to survive against the really good shit. It's the same way with like pizza places on the East Coast. Like if you open a pizza place in New Haven and it's mediocre, you're going to make it a month. Like, there's no way, right? Yeah. There's just, like, a lot of really good established places that just crush it on pizza. And I don't know. They say something about the water. I don't know if I believe it's the water, but it's fucking phenomenal, dude. <laughs> That's funny you say that. I'm trying to think of things like Pacific Northwest. I'm trying to think of, like, the what's the, the main thing I would say. I've got, I, I know that we have, like, the coffee up there, and that is just, like, the availability of to get coffee. I haven't seen anything like that down here. And also the teriyaki. Teriyaki? You guys are going to? Not a lot of people know, dude. Pacific Northwest, Washington, dude. It's got some fire teriyaki. I know so many spots up there where you can just get, it's it's like so cheap, get a huge plate, and it's just fire. Like every every place you go to is just fire. There's there's just places like, they don't exist like that down here. Same with coffee stands, dude. Coffee stand at every, like coffee stand at every gas station parking lot. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> and, and like half of them are, I don't go to these, but there's, like half of them are like those bikini barista coffee shops that the girl is like wearing lingerie and serving you espresso. That's in that's in Washington. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, it like I wait, isn't it? I I believe I heard somewhere that like it's like Portland, Oregon, or something has the most strip clubs per capita or something. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. But the yeah, the bikini barista uh, is in. I think it's spread from there. And has gone up to Washington. Why do you need to get your dick hard when you're getting coffee? I have no idea. I've never gone, dude. I I take that back. I've gone once, and my uncle took me. Like I was in the car with him, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna go here." And I was like, "Oh, come on, dude. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go to this fucking spot." And of course, my uncle's talking to the girl, telling him my name and shit. And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of it!" Like he's just embarrassing me, you know, and being a dick. But uh, yeah, it's weird because you're she's there, and she the girl that was serving us had just pasties and a thong, and you're like. Hi, can I get a, a latte? <laughs> so that's a business that really excels during the coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, man. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like they obviously are thriving because there's just one like every couple blocks. Like I know there's a street in my hometown where you can just drive down. You'll see at least five or six of them. Like if you drive all the way down like to the next town, you'll just <laughs> and they're all the same. They're like hot pink or black and pink, like painted little like sheds. My main question is like, why, like if you're a guy and you're going into a job at like six thirty in the morning, like why do you need to get blue balls first thing? Yeah, I like, think why I think these guys are balls? these guys are sad guys that go there every day. They know the names now of every girl that works there, and they just <laughs> oh boy, it's like the way for them to like get that little boost in the morning. They you know the girl and the girl of course remembers this guy's name and what he does because she's trying to get those tips like i'm sure it's just like a it's almost like a fast food strip club exchange you know what i'm saying like you get like the the guys that go to strip clubs they need that like at the bikini barista i don't know man (laughs) let me ask you this what was the last time you went to a strip club Uh, (laughs) last time i went to a strip club this is a funny story dude so last time i went to a strip club was like probably four three or four years ago i was I went to like this Oktoberfest thing they had at the fairgrounds back in my hometown. 
And so everybody's mm-hmm. drinking beer out of big fucking steins and like, uh, you know, it's just like this kind of like drinking thing. There's like games going on and shit. So we're, we're there and we're hanging out and we're drinking. We call an Uber and all my buddies and I, and it's my, so it's me, two guys, and then my homie and his girlfriend. And yeah. we're going to go home and then we get in the car and like, let's go to the strip club. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm like drunk. I'm like, I don't want to go to the strip club. I don't have any cash on me. I'm like, I don't want to go. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, come on, dude, come on. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to go. And they're like, we'll pay your cover to get in. I'm like, okay. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go. That's how they get you. It's like the $20 that you're going to save yeah. on cover is absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. Compared to what's about like, to go down. Yeah. But I, I didn't want to, like, I really didn't want to go. I'm not, like, I've been a couple times. I don't know, man. It's just not, I don't, it's not for me. I don't vibe in a strip club. But I was in there. I was so drunk that I actually fell asleep in one of the chairs that we were all sitting in, bro. <laughs> so I'm like asleep in the strip club. And uh, my homie's girlfriend poured a whole glass of water on me to wake me up. And then I wake up and I'm like, the fuck? Like I'm just get, starting to get pissed off because I'm like still kind of drunk. I'm like, why am I soaking wet now? And so I go outside to for a little bit and I'm like, I like get a towel or something. I come back in and then I fall asleep again. But the, the second time I wake up, I wake up to a stripper like climbing onto me and she's like, hey, how's your night going? And I like, I don't think she knew I was asleep because I just kind of like woke up and was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, I was just like, I was like, uh, what's happening? Like, I don't know what's going on. And she just looks at me and she wanted me to buy a lap dance, I think. I was like, nah, I'm okay. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, I didn't realize how hard they try to get you to get them to buy a lap dance like it like yeah that's sort of the yeah yeah yeah. no i'm I'm aware but like they're really they (laughs) really like they really dig in like they really try to get you to buy one and i was just like nah i'm okay because i was just still like half awake like i was not i was definitely too drunk to be in this place i had to go outside again because i was just like the music was so loud it was like fucking with me that's the last time i went i didn't have a good time at all (laughs) the time before that i think i was a little more sober and uh i threw some i threw some ch- uh, threw some dollar bills and i did the whole thing yeah i've only been a couple times i don't, I don't have any like crazy good stories besides falling asleep in one <laughs> <laughs> what about you man when's the last time you've been i can remember the last three pretty pretty distinctly there was like my so one of the things was like 2018 back when I was living in Connecticut at my parents' house. We would always go out in West Hartford, and in order to get home, you had to drive up the highway, and to go by the highway, you would have to go by the VIP room and the Gold Club, which are both like strip clubs in Hartford. And so we'd like we'd pull up to these fucking strip clubs at like three in the morning, just absolutely banged <laughs> up out of our skulls. Just like. One of my friends actually fucking one night we're we're driving by the strip club. It's like three o'clock in the morning and we're on the highway. <laughs> and he's like, I want to go to the strip club. I want to go to the strip club. We're we're driving on the highway. And I, I think I was driving because I was like, it was my sober night. It was my turn to drive. Yeah. And we're going by the exit for the strip club. And I'm like, you want to go to the strip club? And he's like, yeah, I do. And I go to get in the exit lane to go to the strip club and I switched lanes and pinned it to like a hundred miles an hour and just drove, <laughs> drove by the strip club. <laughs> and my, my, my friend was just like, you want that? Fuck you. And then, so like, uh, my friend had such a breakdown in the back seat that I felt bad. And I drove us to the strip club sober. <laughs> 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 
You're like, homie, I got you. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, dude, I feel bad. Now we got to go to the strip club. Then <laughs> we do it. Oh, that's so funny. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I think you got to be fucked up to really, truly enjoy the strip club, dude. I think, yeah, I think if I was a little less drunk that time, I would have been there. I might have been the. You got to be like right at that good yeah. buzz, I think. Right when you're right before things start to go south. You got to get you got to get in the strip club right before, before things, things start to go south. To go south. <laughs> you got to wait for that moment, man. Yeah, it's yeah, coffee teriyaki, definitely definitely Pacific Northwest only. I've never heard teriyaki in the Pacific Northwest. Teriyaki, bro. What is the best curry in Wyoming? Too? I don't know, man. Boof. I don't know. No, Washington. There's a lot of like a lot of Asian communities culture up there, in Seattle and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and like all belong to Puget Sound. And uh, <laughs> fuck, man. Like I, I, I don't miss the weather, dude. Is the weather like shitty over there, Connecticut? Oh, horrible. I mean, dude, the thing, the thing that I kind of miss about it is like the winters in New England are so awful, but the summers are like phenomenal like late spring early summer is sick like it's like dude it's it's fucking 90 degrees it's way hotter than it would be out here it's perfect all the time and like uh the winters are brutal but you can ski and shit you have a good time and i don't know i i just moved up here actually from sunnyvale and sunnyvale was kind of perfect i'm not gonna lie sunnyvale is like the best weather on planet earth it never gets below 50 it's never above 90 it kind of feels like the same day every day it does feel like the same day every single day like, the San Francisco where I'm living at now, man, it's it's kind of perfect, dude. I love it. I mean, bro, I'm psyched to be living here just because, like, if you wanted to go out in Sunnyvale, you just ended up at the same bar with the same people all the time. Like, I don't know, dude. I, I fucking love the Richmond. It's sick because it, it doesn't really feel like you're in the city, but you're also, like, two miles from the city if you really want to go. The San Jose, San Francisco area reminds me a lot of, like, there's Tacoma and then there's Seattle. And it's kind of, like, if you think, if you, like, like Tacoma's kind of like San Jose, and then you can drive right up, and then Seattle, and then there's like the whole. Is Tacoma cool? Do you like it? Yeah, dude, I love Tacoma. Tacoma's awesome. That's kind of where I like spent a lot of time when I got out of college and I moved back home. I mm-hmm. lived like right on the edge of Puyallup. I could go over and I hung out with friends in Tacoma and stuff, and we would go out to the bars down there. It's a good, it's a great area. Um, if I ever move back there, that's definitely where I would live. Yeah, Tacoma area for sure. And it's getting like revamped. Uh, like there's been a lot of like like new construction and uh, yeah, because Seattle's like popping, right? Like like the mm-hmm. real estate's going like crazy over there and shit. Yeah, so that's kind of a lot of people move down to Tacoma area to just commute, and that kind of you know made that area grow and expand, and it's just a lot nicer than it used to be. Uh, like when I don't really remember the time that it was like not as nice but i know a lot of my a lot of family they always that's like the one thing that i hear about now is like how nice tacoma is but it's definitely it's definitely like expanded and and uh become like this this like awesome place you know like it's kind of an extension of seattle almost now no dude i think uh i think we got i think we got it i think we're Dude, yeah, appreciate you riding through the 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 choppy internet connection on my end today hey. but like it is no what worries, it is man I'll yeah. fix it up. It'll, people probably won't even notice. I hope so. If you don't notice, that means I did a good job. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I uh, 
Well, yeah, let, I'm really glad. Let me know when you post this shit. I'll share a link and okay. shit for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'll I'll hit you up when I when I post it up. And yeah, actually, I wanted to say, uh, do you have you want to shout out your your social media? You know, let everybody know where they can follow you. Yeah, for sure, man. If you want to see more of me, definitely just like YouTube, Joe Bagley, Instagram, Joe Bagley Comedy. That's where it all is. So hit me up over there, and fuck yeah, hopefully we see you guys over there. Yeah, uh, go check out his TikTok too. You've probably seen those videos, hopefully. I'm sure some people have. It's where the magic yeah. happens. Right? <laughs> uh, no, it's great talking to you, man. I'm glad that uh, you know, I'm glad that you're over here on the West Coast doing stuff because it's been cool doing shows with you. You too, it's brother. Fun. You got seriously. You got my. You got one of my favorite rooms in the whole bay. So Thanks, XL rules. Appreciate it. And let's um, dude. Once once this is over, hopefully it's only June, July. Yeah. Um, let's make something happen. I'll be in there for sure. Oh, we will for sure. But no, go follow Joe. Appreciate uh, you know taking the time to do this, man. It's always nice talking to you. And, you too, uh, brother. Hey, you. Michael, good to see you, man. Take Stay care, safe everybody. down there. We'll get something going soon. Yeah, for All sure, right. bro. Peace, man. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. And make sure to head over to the Instagram at I'm Getting There Pod. If you'd also like to see what I'm doing, you can go to at underscore mbooth on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, Michael Booth. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe.